Three months ago, Dr. Chris Winslow became director of Ohio Sea Grant after holding the position on an interim basis. He had big plans for the program, which focuses on science and education. But then the Trump administration released its budget blueprint for 2018, which cut all federal money for Sea Grant programs, including Ohio's. I had an agenda of things that I was going to be doing over the next three or four months. That has slightly changed now. There's other things that have to be on there. So it changes, you know, my workload and what I'm addressing. 33 Sea Grant programs around the country are funded by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Every coastal state has one, including the eight bordering the Great Lakes. The programs have a three-pronged approach, research, education, and outreach. And Winslow says he wants Ohio Sea Grant to be purposeful in its research. I contact EPA, I contact the Department of Natural Resources, I contact agriculture, I contact health, and I say, hey, we're going to put another call out for research. You know, what's, what's an issue that you would like to have a better handle on? For Ohio Sea Grant, the major issue has been harmful algae blooms, the sometimes toxic algae overgrowth that can shut down beaches and threaten drinking water. Ohio Sea Grant has managed over 50 different projects focused on the blooms. They range from tracking blooms and studying water treatment to educating farmers about nutrient runoff. There's also been research on how harmful algae blooms affect people. Research assistant Alex Kwa blends head meat from a walleye, one of Lake Erie's most popular catches. He's on a team helping Ohio create fish consumption advisories based on microcystin, a toxin produced by blue-green algae. This walleye smoothie is the first step in a lengthy process to extract the toxin from the fish. Ohio State University professor Dr. Stuart Ludson leads the research team. The state's been getting a lot of questions from anglers about whether it's safe to eat fish during the harmful algal bloom season. And so instead of just guessing, they wanted to obviously put some quantitative data to it. Ludson's team found allowable levels of toxins in the muscle tissue of walleye and yellow perch. He says until further research is done, it's best to follow advisories already set for mercury levels in fish, one walleye a week and two perch a week. A couple of miles away, Dr. Ji Young Lee studies the effects of microcystin on lettuce, carrots, and green beans by irrigating the vegetables with toxin-contaminated water. Lee says the toxin affects shape and color of the vegetables and a farmer's bottom line. If the toxin microcystin is there, it definitely affects like a food safety, but also it really affects food quality and crop yield. Trump's budget blueprint says NOAA programs like Sea Grant primarily benefit industry, state, and local stakeholders. His budget shifts more money to the military and for a wall along the Mexican border. The White House did not respond to a request for further comment, but Winslow says the Ohio Sea Grant program has a broad reach. Anything we learn about harmful algal blooms, it's going to Florida. It's actually, I would argue, going to Iowa. And Iowa didn't have a Sea Grant program, but Iowa has ag and Iowa has harmful algal blooms. Ohio's program has survived federal cuts before. It has a diversified revenue stream that includes the university, the state, and private donors. But while NOAA only provides 30% of the Ohio program's total budget, the federal government provides 100% of the research budget, which means some algae bloom studies wouldn't get done quickly, or at all. Winslow plans to spend the next few months explaining to Congress how Ohio Sea Grant's research connects to the success of the state's economy and its tourism. For Great Lakes Today, I'm Elizabeth Miller.